Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. I am thrilled to have Ashley with me today. She is a military veteran. She's a military wife. She's a mom of four, like me. We both are moms of four. Uh, She's a runner, a triathlete, and she is a pre- and postnatal exercise specialist. So welcome, Ashley. I'm so glad to have you on. Thanks, Gina. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Before we jump in and get started, I was hoping you'd give the listeners just a little more background on who you are, Ashley. Sure. I have a full life. I think every time I go out, people tell me um, how I have my hands full, but I actually really like it that way. And I think that when you do have a lot on your plate, it forces a level of productivity and systems within your home. So um, I really enjoy the full life that we have. And um, I guess I'm a YouTuber now. That's something that I never wanted to be. I never thought I would be, but I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to just Um, train women out of my home with kids and dogs running around and just have a normal life that's, I think, more relatable to moms than other staged um, workouts out there. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, And I I already loved something you said, and that's that it is true when we're busy. It just really, really helps us to identify priorities, to be more productive in the time that we have. And for me too, and I don't know if you've experienced this as well, but my moments of joy are just so much more, they're precious and poignant and I just gravitate to them because there is a lot of work and chaos and, you know, different things. Would you agree with that? Yeah, completely. I know you get it. Yeah, I totally do. Um, well, awesome. So let's let's jump in a little bit. I want to hear about your journey. And I wondered if sure. you would share with us, um, Ashley, just like a little overview of some of the key moments that you feel like have brought you to where you are today in your career and life. Okay. I would start with first a big fail for me. It was my first bike race and I knew I wanted to be a triathlete. I came from a runner background and I knew I'd never be fast enough runner to compete at the level that I wanted to. So I was uh, 18 years old, entered a bike race and I turned out to be so slow that a police officer pulled me over and he told me that I was a hazard to the other riders and they need to please exit the course. I wasn't no. allowed to do any more loops. <laughs> yes. So all the other cyclists, um, they kept going on loops and I was pulled off after loop one. I just didn't meet the time cut off. So that was the beginning of my triathlete journey. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, and then I just got as much help as I could. So I went off to college. I went to a military academy at West Point and I sought out the best coaches that I possibly could. And I went to like beg the swim coach to like, please teach me to swim and the cycling coach and basically anyone who would put time into me. I just asked for their expertise because they, they had been there and um, had the experience that I just didn't have. And I just craved that. So I just wanted to be a sponge of learning from others who had a lot more experience than me. And then I guess the next big like fork in my life um, where I had to say like, hey, am I going left or I'm going right? This triathlon ended up working out for me. Um, I won a, uh, a world championship at 22 for half Ironman. And then I had to make a decision. Am I going to continue on the pro route and go to um, the athletic training center in Colorado for um, world, world athletic program to train for the Olympics? Or am I going to do what I promised I would do, which is go to be a lieutenant in the army and go to the same location that my spouse would be going to in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So it's a big decision point. 
and roadblock of do I like follow and pursue my athletic dreams that I thought would just bring me ultimate happiness? Or do I go with the man of my dreams who I'm committing to marry and then um, pursue my job in the army, which I had just trained for four years to do in college. So that was a big um, decision point in my life. And I chose, I chose the latter. I chose to go join the army and be a leader there and serve my time. I owed five years and, um, and that's when I, you know, put an end to racing professionally and I just raced for, for fun after that. Um, and now with babies, racing is more sporadic and not as consistent as I used to, but that's okay because I'm no, no longer willing to put in the volume of time that it takes to race at that level. And I'm at a point where I just love doing it for fun and for the enjoyment and for the health aspects versus um, just being out there to win it. What an amazing story. And I think it's so, so cool that you came to that fork in the road and then you kind of used a level head and made a decision. And, you know, I know that we both connect on on faith as well. And mm-hmm. can you speak to how, you know, your faith played a role in that decision? Because I'm sure that it did. Yeah. I, so I believe in um, keeping your word. And although the army approved it and they were going to let me go and bless off on you know, training at the world-class athlete center, I decided, no, like I want to be a woman of my word. My whole purpose in life is to give glory to God and worship him forever. And I felt like by only, um, by veering off to only pursue athletic um, dreams that it wouldn't bring me actual fulfillment. One injury could swipe everything away. Right. Um, and that doesn't, I don't want to retract from any woman who has made that choice, right. You've had many women on this podcast who've, who've been successful in that. Um, but what I found after many, many medals and trophies is that it was never enough. It was never like, Oh, this brought me happiness. And what I, what I learned with maturity over time and God just like, pouring his wisdom into me is that I wouldn't find fulfillment until I was in God. And so I was like fulfilling on my purpose. And that's really, that was a big shift point in my life where my priorities change of like, who do I want to be and what is my purpose? And my purpose is to bring glory to God. Um, and you can do that in a lot of different ways. It just turned out that um, racing professionally for me for the rest of my life, that wasn't my way. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And something you said just really resonated with me. And it's that you're going through the motions and you, you knew that at some point it just would never be enough. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that this might fall on someone today who needs to hear it because if you're feeling like it's never enough, you're out there listening, take a moment to pause and do an assessment of your life and what are your priorities and do you have a faith and, um, you know, and just sort of really assess things from that point of view, because I would agree you, we can spin our wheels all day long. Um, but if we're not rooted in our priorities, our faith, our family, um, the love that we have for one another, it just is never enough. Um, and I actually just yesterday was thinking on, um, the peace that we find in our faith in Christ and that peace that surpasses understanding that is just so hard mm-hmm. to understand um, if you if you don't have that faith. And again, not to diminish anyone else's faith, I think it's um, an investment in that spiritual side of life that really um, connects us to, to this world and makes us finally, finally feel that it's enough. So I'm sure when you decided to go and be with your husband and, you know, fulfill your your um, time in the military, that there were challenges. And I'm sure there have been other challenges in your life as well. Do you feel like that when we go through these challenges that we that were able to develop um, another layer of strength um, and how how that has helped you grow through your life, Ashley? 
I think challenges are the biggest thing that will make us grow. We don't grow when things are just easy. I always want to be in a state where I've decided I want to let myself get uncomfortable and be comfortable with with getting uncomfortable because things get so much easier and you gain so much confidence from that when you decide to, I'm going to get in that cold water and I'm going to do this swim workout I said I'm going to do, or I'm going to go get on a bike, even though I'm really nervous and the road makes me scared and I'm afraid a car is going to hit me. Um, even though when you know that might be irrational anxiety, right? When you don't want to run because you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. Maybe it's the longest run you've ever done. The only way you get stronger is by, by deciding, yes, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be okay with being uncomfortable. It's not going to kill me. I'm going to be fine. And you will become such a stronger woman because of that. And it will pour into all other facets of your life. It'll pour into how you show up at work, how you show up in motherhood, in your personal relationships, in your family, and how you're showing up in the world. That confidence will just ooze out of you in other ways from the fitness that you've decided to earn for yourself by doing hard things. Yeah. All of it is so poignant. And, you know, I would, I would kind of extend it too to sort of your life's work as, as a, a pre and postnatal exercise specialist and really helping women to lean into those hard moments with their health and fitness and how it, mm-hmm. it helps shape us. I think as moms, there's a lot of guilt, you know, we don't want to yeah. take that time for ourselves. We, we feel like we, you know, do we really deserve to be spending time away from our kids or whatever it is? And like you just said, I, I feel like it makes us stronger and better um, as mothers and, and the way that we show up in the world. Um, so it's super poignant. And, and thanks for that. Um, another question that I've been asking this year and I really love sure. um, is, is it revolves around courage. Um, I think it's okay. an amazing word. And I was wondering if you can tell us what courage means to you. Courage means to me when you're nervous of something, when you feel stuck and you are legit, I don't know if I can do this. And I feel, I feel that way after every baby. And I specialize in postnatal recovery. Like this is my jam. I live and breathe um, pregnant and postpartum body and how to restore the postpartum body. Yet even for me, it feels so intimidating. You feel so stuck in a rut and a low of just being like, wow, I'm so far from my former self or my former body. And it takes courage to just have that day one to be like, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm going to start and I'm going to move forward from here, not judging yourself compared to how you were a couple of years ago, but just being like, hey, this is my starting point. It doesn't matter. I am can only make progress if I stick to a structured program and I follow it. You're only going to get better. And so to have that hope versus feeling like I'm just scared and paralyzed by the fear that I'm just stuck here forever. It's like, no, that is just a snapshot in time. And things can only get better if if you choose to make them so. And just having the structure can be a huge game changer for a lot of us. It certainly is for me because it just takes the brain work out of what to do and when. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. Um, And I think, yeah, I think, like you said, having the hope, you know, facing up to those moments where you're scared, but then choosing hope instead of fear you know, Mm -hmm. um, I think is so powerful. So I love that you give that to women and I've been through it myself. Um, a lot of times with having these babies and it's, it is, it's hard work. Um, and it's really hard to give yourself grace in those moments where you're just, you know, you're frustrated and you're wondering, um, you know what the future holds. So it's awesome that you're able to give that to, to women. Um, 
So it sounds like you really love what you do. Um, and also I know I that do. you love being a mom. Um, how do you define success, Ashley? So it depends what your priorities are, right? So my priority is God first and then my family and then everything else comes after that. So I'm not being successful if I'm um, just pursuing my work in Glow Body PT and I'm not reading the Bible and I'm not putting time into prayer and walking in relationship with Jesus. That would be a failure, right? If my if my work didn't center on God, then it would literally mean nothing to me. Um, so for me, that's that I would say it's success when I'm giving glory to God, when I'm thanking him for what he's done in my life and how he continues to work and refine all my failures and just um, support me through that and showing up um, in a way to my family that tells them like, hey, I'm not just here because I love you kids. I actually enjoy you. And and I want you to remember that when you're older. Yes, yes, we have busy days and mom can get frustrated and mom can get tired, but I thoroughly enjoy you. And you need to know that for the rest of your life and to, you know, know that I'm pointing these arrows and they're eventually going to release into the world. And I hope that they can show up as parents that really, um, enjoy their children too and enjoy giving them time not as a burden or as a requirement for mom guilt but just because they really care about investing in them in their future I love that yeah and it is such a gift motherhood is um and it's you know it's a it, it, it's it's work too um but such mm-hmm. a gift to to have these these people that we get to sort of help on their journey um I love it Uh, I like to talk to you about um, the effect that we as women can have on one another and how we can really lift one another up. So I wondered if you have any um, stories that you would share on how you've you've witnessed um, our ability to empower one another in your life, Ashley. Yeah, I can I can speak to how other women and just my little glow body PT community have inspired me and changed me for the better. Sometimes I think it can be easy to look at a name on the internet and just feel like that's just a name on the internet. But when you really refresh your your shade of vision, you're like, no, this is another woman who wants to be seen and heard and known and she matters and she is valued. And then when you really listen to them, and I, I hear from moms of 10 and women from Saudi Arabia and Cuba and South Africa, when you hear from women all over the world and um who have different perspectives who may say, what do you mean you have mom guilt? Like I, um, I, they, they don't even uh, put, put as, as much value into parenting as, as some do because they have to work so much and th- that consumes their time and they have so much pride to bring money to their family um, through their work that they, they're like, how could you possibly feel guilty about that? How could you possibly feel guilty about um, exercise? So just hearing from different women from different cultures who have a lot of um, different backgrounds or opinions has been really interesting. And I think that we have gained and grown from each other to have a, a more um, diverse background and understanding of how different women view things. So I've definitely felt inspired just by learning from other women in this little um, community. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that you connected with women all over the world. My goodness, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. It's so valuable to hear other perspectives and to be open to hear other points of view and, and learn from them. And 
Um, it's really fantastic. Um, so I'm not sure if you know, but I have, I'm a physical therapist. Um, I've, I've been practicing yes. for about 20 years and it's the joy of my heart to help my patients. Um, and I also have a nonprofit arc, Active Resolute Connected. And um, it's where we break barriers and um, bring women to movement and running. Um, and, you know, it's all about health equity and allowing everyone to have the opportunity to be empowered and lead their most vibrant um, life. So I am wondering what you might say to someone who maybe is in their pre or postnatal journey or is maybe feeling stuck or afraid um, if they're starting, they're thinking about starting, um, you know, to exercise, to get invested in movement and, 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 mm-hmm. and what would you say to them, Ashley, if they're, if they're feeling a little bit nervous and trepidous about it? I would say that I hear you, girl. I feel like we've all been there, that every single one of us has a day one and that we have a day one again after an injury, that every athletic woman will eventually have an injury. And then you feel like you're starting at zero when you're starting again. And each time after you have a baby, you also feel like you're starting at zero. So don't feel like you're alone and that um, no one else understands professional athletes that you've interviewed here. They would understand as well. Um, so if you give yourself the gift of having structure, it is an absolute game changer because when we start to feel like we're treading water and we just don't know what to do is when you're just cherry picking random workouts to do that can eventually lead to an injury or um, overuse or just imbalances, right? Like not even um, training the left side of your body, like your right side of the body and end up with posture problems. So having a structured program um, with a coach that you believe in is going to deliver your results and you can just have confidence that you can trust in in the in the program um and then that program ensure that it's not just founded around aesthetic goals because those will not get you up in the morning to exercise or they will not get you up in the evening after your kids gone down you need to have performance measures so you can actually improve your progress of where you are today not where you were a couple years ago where you are right now and make progress on that, whether you are trying to get stronger or faster or run farther or lift heavier, whatever your specific goals are. It's, it's so important to me as a coach that I see my athletes improving with their performance measures because when you do those things, when you're more agile, flexible, stronger, faster, the aesthetic results, they follow, but they can't just be your only motivator because it won't, it won't get you doing that hard work that you really want to show up for yourself and do. Right. Yeah. And you know, as a doctor of physical therapy, I love what you do because it is so true. And I know you post about this a lot that many times we don't get the right information when we are going through this journey of motherhood pre and postnatally and we're Mm -hmm. maybe delivered information by the opposite sex who has never been through it or, you know, does not have a lot of understanding of what's going on in the female body and there's not a lot of guidelines. I just love what you do and I would encourage anyone out there um, who is is going through um, a pre or postnatal journey to contact Ashley. And do you want to share, Ashley, just how they could do that if they want to reach out to you? Sure. You can just find me on Glow Body PT. It's all one word. And uh, the PT used to stand for personal training. I used to do it in person and now it's all online so that I can reach more women and I if you message me, I respond. Um, or my team, Lisa and Sarah, we get back to you. Like we really care about each personal individual. So tell us about yourselves so that we can help you because you're not just a name online. You're a real woman with a real baggage of history and possible injuries or background and you have specific goals yourself and we actually really care. So you can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, um, and it's just Glow Body PT. 
Love it. Okay, so anyone out there listening who's thinking about these things, reach out to Ashley. Thanks, Sheena. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, before I go into a little bit wrapping up, I, ha- I would be, I would be disappointed if we didn't go here. So, I was thinking maybe we could like each discuss like a favorite Bible verse. Do you have one that comes to mind, Ashley? Hmm, that one's hard. Um. Mine would just be all of Corinthians. Um, It's about love, and it's what I continually remind myself of in my marriage. Um, It's love is patient, love is kind, and it's reminding yourself that you will have um, you will have difficult days in your marriage. You'll have difficult times where you just want to run away from an argument. You don't even want to deal with it. Um, But remind yourself that it is not just what the world makes love out to be. It is a decision. It is um, just a holy sacrament to be with your husband or your spouse for the rest of your life. Um, And is something, a vow that is God-ordained and just so beautiful. And I love how um, we can learn so much about um, self-sacrifice and not make it about like, oh, my needs first or how I need to do self-care and do all these things for myself and fix my spouse. It's more about laying down your cross every single day for um, the person that you're married to. I love that. It's it's so fantastic. And what you know, about it, you? Well, I was just going to say to that, it reminds me of the um, term agape love, like the highest mm-hmm. form of love, the kind of love mm-hmm. that we all strive to get to. Um, and, you know, it's the love of God for us and how we try to return that. So um, I think it's so important because I think in the end, it all comes back to love. You know, it just doesn't, yeah. the rest falls away. Um, and the real word is charity too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's more than just like like the romantic type, right? It's like right. charity. It's like being forgiving and being kind, even when you don't want to, even when you want to have a snide remark. That's but right. it's not. It's giving giving charity to those you love. Yeah, yeah I love it. Um, I I have many. Um, I like the Book of Psalms, um, but the one that's been on my heart lately because I was reading a book that talks about this verse a lot is "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." It's mm-hmm. Philippians, and I actually, if I wake up Ashley in the night and I can't sleep, that's the one I repeat these days. Yes, um, awesome. And somehow it puts me back to sleep. I don't know how, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I do. I feel like I can't do it alone. Um, and so just trusting in that and sometimes just, it's being, good. yeah, just being still. And, yeah. It's and, good. You think that? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. Um, let's, let's move towards wrapping up. I'll give you the opportunity. If you have any other final positive vibes you want to put out there for anybody who's listening today, I'll let you go ahead and do that now. So one thing that I recommend for every woman is to set a goal for yourself. It could be something as simple as, um, running two miles longer than you have in the past six months, or it could be, um, running faster. It could be doing the most squats you can do in two minutes and seeing how many you can do and then trying to beat that in a month. But it's so important for us to have tangible goals that we can work towards and continually improve. And it really helps me to actually write them down. I'm a paper kind of girl. So I keep a, I keep a little tracker on a whiteboard actually of random goals that I have in my neighborhood, um, how, how long a loop takes me to run and how far, how fast I can swim across the lake and back. So whatever that looks like for you, writing it down will help increase your motivation and help you keep going. So um, I encourage you to set a goal this month and really see if you can stick to it and keep improving it. I love that. I love it. I haven't heard that one before. And um, I don't know, sometime in like the last year or two, I started doing monthly goals like every at the first of every month and I just like find a quiet place and 
do some goals for the months and it's so much fun. And then to look, it sounds silly, but it really is. And then to look back at the end of the month on, you know, how far you came and, um, it's, it really is. I would totally agree. And such great insight and advice. Um, okay. I like to do a quick little rapid fire at the end, a couple of quick little questions to put some more positivity out there. Um, (laughs) and then we'll wrap it up. So the first question is this, um, just, you know, quickly name a few things in your day to day, simple things, Ashley, that bring you joy. Sure. Um, playing on the trampoline with my kids, um, painting my little girl's toenails, manicures and pedicures. Um, <laughs> I love making um, little little desserts that we can enjoy as a family that I hope my kids will remember when they move out. And hopefully that'll entice them to come back when they're adults, right? When <laughs> they're like 25 and 30, that they'll still come back to mom's house for the treats. So those are just a couple of things that bring me joy. Nice. I love it. Okay. The last two are complete the sentences. Okay. So I start okay. it, you complete it. The first okay. one is, and it's very appropriate for our conversation. Ooh. Love changes everything because. Because you give up your own desires and you sacrifice what you want oftentimes for someone else. Yeah. And it can change the world, right? Um, our one little family at a time. Um, and then it just, it's a ripple effect. So I love that. Um, last one. Okay. Together we can. We can inspire women that they don't need to settle for where they're at right now. If they're not currently happy with where they at, where they're at, and that they can um, put in the work to be stronger and faster and fitter, and not just for the sake of those superfluous aesthetic goals, but because they know it's going to um, improve their health and their energy and their happiness and being more present with their family because they've taken that little bit of time to put into their fitness. Yes. I love it. So great. And such a perfect place to, to end our conversation um, and reminding everyone out there who's listening, don't settle because um, it's never too late to dream a new dream and set a new goal. And, um, and Ashley's there to support you if you're in a pre or postnatal journey. So thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on and sharing a little bit of your story. I really appreciate it. I'm so honored to be here. (laughs) I'm with so many other women who are um, have done much greater things than me. So thank you. Oh, it was, it was a lovely conversation. I really appreciate it. And, um, listeners also thank you for coming along for this ride. Let's lift each other up. Connected. We can rise.